Hi, Engine Baby. How you doing, Big Sills? Welcome aboard the National Football Team. Oh, yes, I watched the Howie Roseman and Nick Sirianni press conference today. By the way, right out of the gate here, okay? Just so you know that I'm not sitting around being a jag-off here, let me throw something at you here. Talking to Nick Sirianni this morning. Yeah. Talking to Nick here. Right there, baby. Wants to come on the program. We're going to get Nick Sirianni on. Big Sills is big game hunting and all for us. So we're going to get his ass on. And we'll ask him the questions that he needs to be asked. Okay? I thought the press conference today was this. I thought they told the media exactly what they wanted to hear. Okay? When hard-pressed, and I'm paraphrasing here, Howie Roseman was asked, is Jalen Hurts going to be the starting quarterback in 2022? Yes. Then another guy asked a question in a follow-up, and he goes, not to you know continue the point here, but so you're sold he's the guy. Are you still going to evaluate the position? And with some of these big-name free agents that are supposedly out there, are you going to look at him? Hey, we evaluate every position. So on one hand, you said that Jalen was your guy, but really, in another sense, you went like this. Hey, man, yeah. We're going to look at evaluating everything. Sirianni answered the same thing. He basically said it like this. This is what we're going to do. We're going to evaluate all the coaches. I guess they're going through the coaches' meetings now, and they'll have the big meeting with the owner in the next couple days, Sirianni. So, I mean, I like the presser in one aspect. They were committed to Jalen Hurts publicly, right out of the gate. They were not with Carson Wentz last year. Hell, Indianapolis is not with Carson Wentz this year. All right, let's get it going here. By the way, guys, do me a favor. Please hit the like button. And I'm going to do something here today that I want to put everything in context with folks. So after listening to the Eagles press conference today, I came to the conclusion, I think today, on January 19th, I do believe that the Philadelphia Eagles are comfortable going into 2022 with Jalen Hurts. I really do. I think they're comfortable right now, unless something shiny and a better lure comes, you know, in the pond. Maybe they'll chase that at Deshaun Watson, a Jimmy Garoppolo, something like that. I think they're comfortable going into 2022. Okay. <laughs> hey, Kyle, thank you. That's a new mantra on the show. Big Sills, you suck. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> hey, by the way, my boy Xander sent me a clip, man. We're very proud of that. Big Sills, you suck. Thank you. I want to do something here today. By the way, Anthony Beck, bottom of the hour, Buccaneers and Rams – Anthony played 12 years in the NFL. I want to get his sense of what he thinks of Jalen Hurts. He's on the broadcast team for the Buccaneers. We'll talk a little Rams and Bucks this weekend, but I also want to get his thoughts on what he saw with the Eagles. And I'll have Anthony Beck. That'll be at the bottom of the hour. Okay? I want to make some comparisons to you. I picked a couple quarterbacks, and their first year starting, some of these guys – basically had the Jalen Hurts 
start to their career. They played a couple games in their first year. Then the next year, in their second year as an NFL player, they got the bulk of the work, 15 games, 16 games, what have you, 17 games this year, obviously. And I want to make a comparison with Jalen Hurts to some of the star quarterbacks in the game, and you tell me what you think, okay? Here's Michael Vick's first year as a true starter. 29-36 in passing yards, 16 touchdowns, eight interceptions, 54.9 completion percentage, 777 in rushing yards and eight touchdowns with an 81.6 quarterback rating. This is a crazy one here. Lamar Jackson in his first full year starting. Remember, he played a couple games in his rookie season taking over for Joe Flacco. The next year was 31-27 in passing yards, 36 touchdown passes. He led the league. Nine picks, 66-1 in completion percentage, 12-06 in rushing, which is an NFL record. Seven rushing touchdowns in 83. QBR, phenomenal season. Your first year starting, insane year. Here's Josh Allen in his first year starting. 3,089 yards, 20 touchdowns, 9 picks, 58-8 in completion percentage. 631 in rushing yards, 8 touchdowns. Josh Allen's quarterback rating, you want to know what it was? 49.4. That is awful. So if you were in Buffalo in Josh Allen's first year starting, he had he didn't even have a 50 quarterback rating. Surely you were doing this. Can this guy get better? Then he made that giant leap in year three, and we're all now going, he's closed the gap with Patrick Mahomes. He got better. Then I threw in Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray had a pretty good first year starting. 37-82. 20 touchdowns. 12 picks. 64-4 completion percentage. 544 rushing, four touchdowns. But here was something that was also kind of shocking. 57.7 quarterback rating. Now here's Jalen's numbers. 31-44 passing. That was better than Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, and Michael Vick. Let me say it again to you. He had better passing yards in his first full year starting than Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, and Michael Vick? Okay, well, there's, that's got to be an anomaly. Jalen had 16 touchdown passes. He tied Michael Vick. Josh Allen had 20. Murray had 20. And as I said, Lamar had an insane season with 36. He had nine interceptions. It was better than Kyler Murray. Just as good as Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen and Michael Vick. Okay. So he's in the conversation. Completion percentage. 
61.3. It's better than Michael Vick, Josh Allen. Kind of crazy. 784. And I picked these guys because of style. They run the ball. There's RPOs. That's why I picked these, these quarterbacks. 784 in rushing. Better than Kyler Murray. Better than Josh Allen. And better than Michael Vick. Ten touchdown rushing. Better than Vick, Jackson, Josh Allen, and Kyler Murray. This has got to be crazy. Wait a minute. No, 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 Everett. I'm not an apologist. I'm reading statistics here. QBR. Jalen Hurts was 87-2. Better than Vic, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, and Kyler Murray. So he had more. He had a better rookie year than Michael Vick. He had a better rookie year than Josh Allen. Josh Allen's in the divisional round, and people are picking the Bills to beat the Chiefs this weekend. My point is this. Can you win a Super Bowl with him? What's the ceiling with Jalen Hurts? More passing yards than Michael Vick, Lamar Jackson, and Josh Allen. As many touchdown passes as Michael Vick. His QBR is better than Vick, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, and Kyler Murray in their first year starting. The only guy to have a better rushing season of these men that I mentioned was Lamar Jackson. His completion percentage was better than Vic Allen. You put it all together here. For a first-year starter, he's in the conversation with Michael Vick, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, and Kyler Murray. How do you look at those players today? I look at Michael Vick as one of the greatest players to ever play the position when it comes to his skill set, running the ball, RPOs. Lamar Jackson, he's going to sign a $45 million a year contract in Baltimore. Josh Allen just signed a $40 million deal. Kyler Murray's going to get a $40 million deal. Howie said today that they were impressed with what he did this year, and they're going to move forward. He's comparable to these men here. I ask you, are you comfortable with a guy who's in the conversation with Michael Vick, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, and Kyler Murray? Boy, guys, he's right there. All right, I'm going to open it up here because when I looked at these numbers, I had to relook him up because I I was stunned that he was this close to them. Jeff says how he always lies. This is how we do it. If you guys have already posted something, just repost it. It's all good. Do me a favor. Smash the like button here. Denzel says, I think you'd be hard-pressed 
to find any people who would take Herbert over Hertz. I really don't see much difference. Denzel, Justin Herbert is a drop-back seven-step guy. Completely different skill set. Completely different. I do believe also, Denzel, that you have to win from the pocket. But these men right here are star quarterbacks in the league. Easy Money says Josh Allen throws TDs every game. Big Chris says, guess people are happy with being a 500 team. There's a thought process to this. Funny, Xander and I were just saying, hey, man, they've been pimping average in Philadelphia sports for the last 25 years. And the fans eat it. I find that hard to believe, but I'm going to take a guy who was born and raised in Philly and is in the media like my boy Xander. Okay? I'm going to take his word on it here. You know, I'm up 30,000 feet, and now I'm starting to look you guys in the eye here. Don't tell me you root for 500. Nobody likes to be freaking average. Wick says I'd rather have Hurts than draft a quarterback. 23-1, and one, Josh Allen was horrible quarterbacking his first two years out. He was. I mean, look at this. Josh Allen had a 49-4 quarterback rating. Do you know how incompetent that is? Dave, what's up, brother? Andrew says you forgot one stat. Zero Super Bowls. It's true. Every one of those guys. That's why, to me, a drop back. But do you guys know how hard it is to find a true drop back guy that can go out? Bro, if you got Tom Brady wrong and Joe Montana wrong and Russell Wilson wrong, what makes you think it's easy to find those drop back guys? Teams missed on Tom Brady six times. The Patriots missed on Tom Brady five times. Teams missed on Joe Montana three times. The Niners two times. I think you're under some illusion finding one of these guys is as easy as picking an apple off the tree. You're wrong. Watson is more of a drop back. Paul says, I hear Jalen Hurts' mom watches the show I wonder what her take is. Well, if you look at what I've just read, you guys, you would have to think that he's in the conversation. I think the big question has to be, what's the upside? You know, what's the upside you think Jalen Hurts has? Look at this, guys. Can I show you something? Oh, I can't. I'm going to read you what Frank Reich just said. Thanks, Dan. Rough ending. But watch what happens next year. I can't do that because it would show you his phone number. But Frank just sent a text. So here's my cell phone. Frank Reich, Nick Sirianni. And there's my guest, Anthony Beck, at the bottom of the hour. That's what I do here. That's really nice of Frank. Trying to work on a project with Frank here on Jacob Media, so we're trying to work this in. So, trying to uh, get him to do something here for us. But love Frank Wright. Hurts can pass, but the Bucks dared him. I get it, dude. 
Hey, by the way, Josh Allen had a shitty first start year starting. Dude, when you got a 49-4 quarterback rating, you know what that means? Do you know what that means? That means you couldn't find a well-put receiver either. X, thank you, big, big man. I appreciate it. Chalk it up, Sports Philly. Thanks, Dan. People want to act like these top-tier quarterbacks are so easy to find. Look at, you know, you guys mentioned Justin Herbert. They were shitting all over him when he came out of Oregon. They weren't talking about him like that. By the way, you think people were talking about Patrick Mahomes coming out of Texas Tech? Texas Tech? It's not like he was at some top-tier program like the Longhorns. Dude, exactly, man. Drafting a quarterback is not a science. I think it's more luck and getting it right. Looking at the intangibles, seeing how smart he is. Okay? I think all those statistics, like you remember, – remember, remember last year in the draft and people even on my network were doing this. Well, Justin Fields runs a 4-4. I went, who gives a shit? What's that got to do with quarterbacking? I don't care if he runs a 4-4. That's got nothing to do with his ability to play the position. Zero. <laughs> I don't care. Okay? Andrew, thank you, man. Big Chris says scouts were all over Mahomes. Really? What pick did he go? Was he the number one overall pick? I don't think so. I don't think so. The Chiefs traded up to get his ass. What, what, hey, help me out here. Was Mahomes a top 10 guy? Birdman, I'm with you, man. What's the ceiling on Jalen? Jalen had a better year than Michael Vick in his first year starting. Josh Allen in his first year starting. Had more passing yards than Lamar Jackson. And that was an MVP season for Lamar. Okay? It was an MVP season. Sanders says Mahomes was 10th overall. So nine teams passed on his ass? <laughs> Wait a minute. Deshaun was 12th, over, 12th overall? Bro, these guys are so spectacular players. Okay? These are spectacular players. You go number – Baker Mayfield was taken number one overall. Tim Couch was taken number one overall. I can name you a plethora of guys who go. What, what was that dude? Brandon Whedon was the first round draft choice. Do you even remember who he is? Ryan Tannehill was a big time draft choice. I think maybe Tannehill was even taken higher than what than what uh, Mahomes and what Watson were taken. Right, Achilles Smith. Remember that guy? By the way, I'm not going to talk too much shit on him. I'm friends with him. Andy Reid has had some great quarterbacks, Wick says. Yeah, and Andy Reid's got one Super Bowl to his name. You know who Andy Reid is? Andy Reid is the Aaron Rodgers of NFL coaches. How many conference championship games has that guy been? And shit to bed. Now he's got a quarterback that he's learned a lot from his past mistakes, and I think he's a better coach at Kansas City than he ever was in Philly. Okay? I do. I think he's better today. 
But look at all the conference championship games that he's been in or title games, and he's shit the bed. Jamarcus Russell likes that drink, don't he? Give me that great. Little NyQuil and, you know, little fun juice. That's a pink poontang. <laughs> yes, North Dallas 40, in case some of you are asking. Vaselli, thank you, my friend. You ever had a pink poontang? That's Jamarcus Russell, dog. You ever had a pink poontang? <laughs> Greg says, how long do you give Hurts to learn to go through the progressions with wide receivers? Hey, Vince Young was actually 31-19 and 19 as a starting quarterback, and you had the greatness of Jeff Fisher, who actually cut, like, didn't he cut, like, uh, Case Keenum and Nick Foles when he, they both in St. Louis? Jeff Fisher couldn't pick. Hey, he couldn't pick a quarterback, let alone pick his nose. Rashad says Vince Young sucked. I don't know. He was the NFL Rookie of the Year. Chalk it up, Sports Philly. People act like it's a crime to let Hurts play out his rookie year, his rookie contract. It gives him time to reload the roster. Stop drinking the Kool-Aid. By the way, I've got the quarterbacks that I've listed, too, that are coming out of college because you guys have been banging on that. Vaselli says, Sills, you see Mel Kuyper's mock draft? Vaselli, let me give you a little insight here on Mel Kuyper, if I may. Mel Kuyper goes to the highest bidder. Don't really trust too much what he says. Okay? He, he had a deal with a guy by the name of Gary Wickard who since has passed away. He's a former agent. And what Gary Wickard, who was being investigated by the FBI, what he would do, it, and by the way, Google it, in case you think Big Sills is making it up. What he would do is he would donate to Mel Kuyper's website. And what would that mean? Mel would never manipulate the first two rounds. But after that, instead of a guy being a fifth rounder, Mel would pump the guy up to be a third rounder. And of course, those guys were Gary Wickard's guys. And so the money would go onto the website. They were running some scheme. Nobody ever says anything about that. And he's still on ESPN and he uses his platform. Now, I bet he's calmed that down since Gary Wickard has died. But Mel Kuyper went to the highest bidder for years. And his buddy, Gary Wickard. Gary Wickard passing away, he's lucky. Because I think Mel Kuyper would have been indicted. That's right, 23-1. and one. In my business, it's called payola. Okay? Oh, by the way, smile. I'm not saying he doesn't have great insight on the particular players, but he'll pump a kid up for a particular agent who donates to his website or his newsletter. That's right, Big Chris. Guy's another snake oil salesman. He uses his platform. Why wouldn't he? He's on once a year, basically. Chalk it up, Sports Philly. Hey, Gary Wickard is sleeping with the Vince Fosters of the year. Okay, you know what I mean, right? Gary Wickard is with Vince Foster. <laughs> yeah, Ky why do you think Kuyper's had bad picks over the years? Because he pumped him up for some of his agent buddies. Come on, man. Always follow the money. Always follow the money. I've got a bunch of lists here today. I've got the top 
free agent quarterbacks that I think will be legitimately on the market. The quarterbacks as well. But this weekend, it's Bucks and Rams. Guys, I want to do this. I'm going to ask my friend Anthony Beck what he thought of Jalen Hurts and the whole game plan of the Eagles against the Buccaneers. My friend Anthony Beck played for the Buccaneers, played with the Jets, I believe, as well, played 12 years in the National Football League. He's part of the broadcast team for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's going to join us in a couple minutes. We're going to get to all your thoughts. I want you to still think about this. What's the upside of Jalen Hurts? I read you all these numbers. Had a better first year than Vic. Hit the like button. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. you like being right that's why you should enroll in an independence blue cross plan it's the health plan chosen by more people than any other with more doctors and hospitals more benefits that really rock more of the coverage you want for the right price including free doctor visits 24 7 it's a choice you can feel good about because when you're right you're right and when you've got independence blue cross you're right where you need to be call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an independence blue cross plan Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back, National Football Show, your boy Dan Cilia. We're going to get to all these quarterbacks here that are coming out of the draft and also potential free agents. But like I said, the topic that we started to show off with, what do you think the ceiling is for Jalen Hurts? Do you think he can become one of these players and one of these elite guys? You know, and like I said, I'm not comparing him against dropback guys. That's not his skill set. 
I mean, I'm comparing him to the guys like Tua and Kyler Murray and Vic, Josh Allen, guys like that, guys who use their wheels to move the chains. By the way, Howie Roseman did the right thing today when he was asked the question, hey, press conference, people, the first question out of the gate was, have you seen enough of Jalen Hurts where he's going to be your starting quarterback in 2022? Last year, that, that question was not answered right away. He had no problem answering it, yes. And then there was even a follow-up. I'm paraphrasing some of it, but it was, yeah, no, he's the guy. So he's your guy going forward, at least publicly. Look, organizations lie all the time. Hey, let me tell you something. All of a sudden, Deshaun Watson's agent calls the Eagles, along with the Houston Texans. And how about this? Let's do this here. Do you think there's going to be a strong market for Deshaun Watson with these cases pending? You might actually get a deal in this. Say the Houston Texans come to Howie Roseman, and it's not a strong market because of those cases. How about they even get resolved? Yale says, no, watch this, Yale. Let's just say all 22 of those sexual assault cases get resolved. Let's just say that. You think there's going to be a boatload of teams, 32 NFL teams, that are going to be lining up going, yeah, I'll take the guy who just comes off of having these um, confidentiality agreements signed with all these people that do or sexual um, assault charges against them, not charges, but accusations against them. You think there's going to be a lot of teams? Ask yourself that, right? Ask yourself that. Hey, man, I got to tell you something, guys. One of the coolest things on the planet is when you have a kid and you get a chance to watch your kid perform. And I get a chance every weekend now during the rugby season to go watch my daughter play Division One rugby. And she had a great game against Arizona State this last weekend. I don't know about you, but, you know, I've broken every bone in my body. And sitting back and I'm sitting there looking at the clock, all I'm doing is just let the clock run down. I don't want anybody to get hurt here. And – my next guest here, part of the Buccaneer broadcast team and longtime uh, NFL player, Anthony Beck, just dropped his kid off of Iowa State. He's going to play quarterback. It's a great program, and it's an up-and-coming program in the Big 12. Hey, hey Beck, I wonder if you have the same thing. I'm, I look at the clock, and I'm doing this. Man, I don't know, man. I, just, I don't want anyone hurt. I want him to do well, but I just don't <laughs> want anybody to get hurt. Congratulations to you, brother. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I got you, brother. Awesome. Yeah, well, you know, we're, uh, we checked them in this weekend, dropped them off, and you're right. I mean, listen, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a man's game when you, when you take it from high school to college. And, of course, when we went to the league, it's it's even bigger jump. But uh, I'm proud of them. You know, you never know what your kid – you always want your kids to kind of follow your footsteps and do some things in their life that's kind of cool. And for him to gravitate to football and, you know, like you said, your daughter, my daughter plays soccer in high school now – uh, it's fun to watch them compete and have that competitiveness in their in their bodies and their minds and and for Rocco, you know, it's it's great for him. You know, the quarterback is such a tough competitive position. You know, just just to get into a college and do it. So uh, Matt Campbell, like you mentioned, I think he's a dying breed as far as coaching coaches are concerned. He's a loyal coach. 
I can't even count on two hands how many uh, schools and NFL teams he's turned down to stay here. So that means something to us. It means something to Rocco, and we're excited about the journey. Man, that's a fantastic story there. Let me take you to this past weekend. Hey, before we get into Rams Buccaneers, give me your thoughts, man. I mean, there's no doubt Troy Aikman was right there in the broadcast. I mean, there were a lot of open receivers for Jalen Hurts, but you know, I, I was mentioning to these guys today just a couple minutes ago, he had a better rookie year than Michael Vick, Josh Allen. He was right in the conversation with Lamar Jackson in his first year where he threw for 31-27. Jalen threw for 31-44. When you saw Jalen Hurts and you saw that young Eagles team, I know a lot of older guys in the offensive line, some on the D-line. What was your assessment? What was your takeaway of the Eagles from where they were a year ago to where they are today? I really do think Jalen Hurts is a quarterback they can build around. You know, I'm looking at this upcoming draft and really quarterbacks that are there now. It's hard to gauge those guys with the guys that are coming out. I, I just don't see any anybody better. And, of course, you know, anybody like the skill set that Jalen has, you know, he's not a runner, but he is a run guy, you know, as far as what his strength is. And he's getting better at passing the ball. I mean, clearly he missed some guys in that game and, you know, it's his first time. It's it's a big deal, man. Like the Bucks defense are, you know, they're 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 legit now. That that's probably a lot to ask for for a first year guy, but or excuse me, second year guy. But to you know to to, to see what he can do in his skill set, you know, he's a very mentally strong kid. He's smart, very intelligent, and uh, you know to have that extra factor into his game, I think means something. And and that can you know bode well from this year. Winning ten games was huge, and I think Nick Sariani and them they, they should. You know, they can always bring a, a vet in or somebody like that or a late-round guy, but I think they should roll with him and, and build around him and, and make that team uh, as good as it gets. And he's strong. You know, another thing, too, he's tough. I mean, he's, he doesn't get hurt often. I mean, he's you know, he can he can take that. He doesn't seem to take shots when he runs the ball as much. He's very smart doing it. It's always tough to, to be a quarterback with that skill set and not get hurt, but he seems like he's very cognizant of what's around him. So I, I think he's something to move forward with, and I think it's a, a, a great year for them this year. Absolutely. Hey, Anthony, I'm I'm watching the game on Saturday and or I'm watching the game on Sunday and I'm going like this. You can't you can't play a soft coverage on Tom Brady like that and give that guy 10 yards off. I mean, he's going to assassinate you. I know they've been banged up on the uh, the perimeter a little bit. Both backs were out in that game against the Eagles. But man, when TB12 has a healthy offensive line, there's a question now at one of the tackles going into this weekend. But that's as good as it gets, isn't it, when it comes to reading defenses and what Brady has. Now, my question is, are they healthy enough to repeat? Man, that, that's a great question because I think that the road is tougher. I think, obviously, there's a there's a blueprint on at least how to do some things positive against them. You know, obviously, we saw that first matchup against the Rams where that game plan, that wasn't a weak game plan. That was McVay over an offseason figuring out the perfect way to attack Brady and then also attack Todd Bowles blitzes and everything that he brought. And I, I thought they ran it to the T very, very well schemed, but you know how it is. The second time around is always a different game. Uh, no Godwin, no AB, uh, you know, no real definitive two receiver, just a couple, you know, they're decent players, but you know, three guys that kind of rotate in Brashard Perryman and, and Tyler Johnson and Scotty Miller. That's a tough ask. Now, it's, it's got to be a complete challenge, uh, team effort here. Defense got to play really good. I thought they were dominant versus the Eagles. That, you know, it's amazing. We've seen the Bucks over the years, how bad the secondary has been pre 
you know, this whole era of, uh, of with Todd Bowles, how good are they now? Just, they're so aggressive. The safe, they may have three starting safeties on their team overall that just can step in and do anything at any time. And, uh, you know, you're right. Brady is the key. I mean, listen, you know, it's nice to have protection because everything he does is in the pocket. Now he doesn't, he doesn't have the luxury of, you know, going outside, extending plays. That's not obviously his forte. And quite frankly, he's too old to do it. But as far as what he does pre-snap and within a three-second count, uh, that that's enough for that offensive line to get it done. He'll carve you up, man. He'll make you pay. So, uh, you know, being at home, Rams got to go on the road, short week. I mean, you know, Whitworth is injured for them too. As you t- mentioned, Tristan w- worse as well, the right tackle. He's a big deal now. He's all pro. He's, he's a legit guy. Like, you know, Brady counts on him. That he'll be missed. And the, and the backup kind of got nicked on his ankle. And, you know, he's about 40% of the player Tristan Wurst is. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, obviously, uh, the Rams are going to have a good uh, a good scheme. I think it's going to be an awesome matchup. I do, too. Um, the question would be on the running backs because I'll tell you one of the things, Anthony, that is so important, as you know, you know, when you have veteran running backs back there, one of the things that stops really rookie running backs from playing a lot of downs is picking up a blitzes and blocking schemes. You know, when they didn't have him, I was kind of worried about Brady going into that Eagle game because he didn't have both backs. Are you looking at Jones and Fournette being back in this Rams game? Yeah, you know, that's a good question. I'm hoping Fournette can get back. I mean, uh, I'll tell you, though, uh, Giovanni Bernard coming back was really nice. I mean, he was a really smart back. He gets it. He's awesome in the passing game. He's got a good feel for that, getting the ball in his hands, turning off field. He's very quick and shifty back in the hole. I think Keyshawn Vaughn has grown on me a bit. I thought those first couple games he played a couple weeks ago, I was I was kind of worried about what he would do. You know, he had a couple fumbles, and and he's kind of slowly worked into a really good downhill kind of back. His protection, you're right. He's still not quite that guy yet. And then you also have, you know, if, if Rojo can't come back, and then Rojo's not the, the greatest pass protection guy. Obviously, you'd rather have Fournette. But Le'Veon Bell, he can't really run the ball anymore. He will hit somebody in the mouth in the blitz protections. And I think Brady feels good with at least two of those, three of those backs if they're available. So, um, you know, look, it's it's by committee right now. And, uh, you know, Leonard obviously has been a guy that's been good. But Leonard hasn't played met, uh, the last four, five, four or so weeks. So I don't know how good he'll be if he does come back, uh, you know, with, with his injury and his hamstring, whatever he's got going on. So I think it's going to be a committee and, and they're going to have to have a little balance. So there's a pass first team that, they're not trying to trick anybody and say, we're going to try to come off and run the ball. They're, if they can get 20 touches, that's that's a nice deal, regardless of how many yards average they have. And just handing it off that many times, that that helps in, in their passing game. A couple last questions for you, Anthony. Um, Veda is, without a doubt, one of the best run stoppers in the NFL, if not the best run stopper in the middle there. That defense, getting Shaq Barrett back last week, pass rushing is going to be, especially in the game against Matthew Stafford here, you know, the offense is banged up a little bit. The defense has been banged up a little bit. Is this as healthy as uh, the defense has been coming into this Rams game, That maybe say over the last month? Yeah, you know, Levante Dave was back on the field last week. Wasn't 100%, you could tell, but just him out there, it, that helps a lot. I mean, uh, look, at Devin White, every level. That D-line, JPP was a huge jump getting back on the field as well. Yeah, you're right. Vita Vey. After Aaron Donald, Vita Vey should be the name that everybody should be talking about nationally. He is a huge uh, human being, and he is quick, shifty. I don't know if you saw that that uh, when he rushed uh, uh, 
uh, Kelsey and just bull. I mean, that's going to give him thoughts of retirement just watching that back because, <laughs> I mean, it was just so dominating. I mean, it's like, wow, like this, this kid's special and he is a difference maker. When you get inside pressure and you got Sue, I, you, know, you don't even talk about Sue, but you still got to block the guy, you know? So, but yeah, I tell you, this is the Todd Bowles with that unit is scary. Todd is the best defensive coordinator in football, in my opinion. When he has those guys out there, it's crazy. It's fun to watch. I, I can't remember last time you actually say watching defense is fun with the Bucks since Derek Brooks and company were there. I love watching them, and I think uh, they'll learn from what Stafford and those guys in McVay tried to do uh, in that game last time, and, and, and Ty Bowles will have answers. Finally here, um, both coordinators are being pursued for head coaching jobs, Byron Leftwich and Todd Bowles. You think one of those guys or both of those guys will be gone next year for Bruce Arians? Yeah, you know, I, I think, you know, look, I've, I've spoken to Todd several times, and I think his his deal is he's not leaving unless it's a great scenario. Uh, I think he wants – got to have a quarterback, clearly have to have an organization that gets it. How many of those, when they're firing coaches, has that? As I just look at the teams that are available, you know, maybe Miami, but there's still a bit of a quarterback situation there, uh, you know, if, if, if that's somebody he believes in. If not, listen, he's, he's getting paid a lot of money to be a D.C. He's made a ton of money already, and I don't think he'll jump ship on anything. You, know, you look at maybe a place like the Giants, but he was already up in New York, and they don't have the pieces there either in the big markets. So I don't know, man. I As far as Byron's concerned, um, you know, look, I don't know Byron. I only know Byron, as a, obviously, as a player and a play caller. If guys gravitate around him, if, if he's a great CEO of men, if he's got that skill set, and he can, you know, obviously that quarterback development part's going to be big at a lot of those teams that are interested in him. You look at, uh, you know, for instance, Jacksonville. He played there. Everybody's talking about that would that would be a potential fit. I think that would make sense. I think somewhere where he can grow with a QB would be great. Uh, you know, and again, these guys, you know, how long's BA coaching for? Yeah. Uh, you know, that job may be open, and maybe not next year, but a year or so. Be nice to maybe transition. I, I think Todd, in general, that would be a nice deal for him. Makes a lot of sense as well. If he just sticks around, they give him a little bump in salary, which, again, he's I believe he's the highest paid D.C. in football. So, you know, you take the visits, you use it as leverage. Uh, and, and Todd's son is a senior at Jesuit High School. He's probably one of the top linebackers in uh, high school in the, in the country. He can go anywhere he wants. I think he wants to be around for his senior year at all. So I don't know if it times up for him, you know, just in general, as I think about that. Yeah. You know, just, just, just to let you go here on that. I think that's one of the reasons why he signed that four-year contract extension, you know, to, to be the heir apparent like Josh McDaniel, maybe up in new England, that when BA calls it, cause I, I don't know, like maybe BA rolls out when Brady, Brady rolls out and all of a sudden he slides into that position. Cause I agree. Todd Bowles got jobbed up there in New, um, in New York, and I'd love to see him get another opportunity. Bro, I think it's going to be a fun fall for you. You're now officially a Cyclone fan. Um, I'm going to be watching it myself, and I'm going to be a Cyclone fan, man. Every time they play, I will be watching this kid. Congratulations to you, brother. That's a really cool thing to watch your son go up and get an opportunity to maybe get to that next level or at least experience what we experienced in college. Thank you, brother. Love you, man. You got it, man. Be well. Take care. You got it. Anthony Beck, part of the Buccaneer broadcast team. And, hey, he said it, too, about Jalen Hurts. He thinks they should build around Jalen, man. By the way, thank you for the suck-ass comments on the interview. I take those with great love. <laughs>
Thank you so much. All right. I'm going to name you some of the quarterbacks that I think are going to be potential free agents. We're going to play thumbs up and thumbs down. You think the, the Eagles should pursue any one of these guys? In light of what I told you, him having a better first year than Vic, bang on that like button. We'll get right to it. You keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back, National Football Show. Your boy Leo, please hit the like button. Guys have been awesome. Last three months, made this show one of the fastest growing sports shows on YouTube. And it's a fact. It's a fact. All right. So Howie and his presser, along with Nick Sirianni, who, by the way, will make an appearance on this show. Paisan's thick as thieves, guys, you know? We're all related. How you doing? <laughs> Any t- hey, as far as I'm concerned, Sammy Sosa is a Paisan. Moses Malone is a Paisan. 
If you end with a vowel, you're Italian in my eyes. Stills, Sammy Sosa's Italian? Well, I don't know what he's done to his face lately, but if he has a vowel in it, he's a paisan as far as I'm concerned. I don't. Yeah. Okay, so at the presser today. <laughs> hey, hey, Brian, I'm a Sosa fan too. I just don't know what he's done to his face. This guy looks like Michael Jackson. From Chicago, watch it. Great city, dude. Do you know how many times I was face down, ass up on one of the greatest roads of all time? What's the name of that thing called? Oh, my God. What's the name where all the bars are in Chicago? Rush Street. Brian, Rush Street, right? Woo! You could like Big Sills's. Breath on fire after a good night at Rush Street. How you doing? Great pizza there, too, at Rush Street, man. Brian says, only reason I'm an Eagles fan because I got to sign McNabb ball during his camps. Bro, Donovan signed something? I done. Hey, Adam, windy and cold? That's an understatement. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Oh, my God, that's a great place. Jim Rush, man, right? Dude, love uh, downtown's awesome, man. I used to go to the Science and Industry uh, Museum. That's a great time, too, dude. If you've ever been to Chicago, you got to go in the summertime. And I, I used to go down near the Merchandise Mart and where old Marshall Fields used to be, man. It was really a great time. I played at old, um, old uh, Chicago Stadium, Soldier Field, when it had AstroTurf on it. Brian's like, fuck the Bears. Okay. <laughs> I used to say that anyway. You know, I played in the NFC Central Division. I used to like doing that all the time. What conference and what division did you play? I played in the NFC and in the NFC Central Division. The Black and Blue Division. Oh, man. Lollapalooza, really? Grant Park? Dope. Hey, what's that place in Philly? Jerome took me to a place in Philly called the Plateau. Does that sound right? Guys, is, uh, was there a place in Philly called the Plateau? It's like a park or something, and he had like a small – I posted a picture of so many Eagle guys there on my Twitter page, at Dan Cilio Show, and a bunch of the Eagle guys, and Jerome had a bunch of kids – and he had a camp at the plateau. And he he was down, and I was I went to the camp. And we were all in Philly there. And man, it's 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 called the the plateau, I think. What up, Chico? How you doing, man? Am I right? Okay. Act act hard. Okay. It's in West Philly. <laughs> No to get <laughs> no to get I'm working on it, dude. Uh, what do you think? Big Sills comes from big money? Come on now. I come from the Cove. There where all the Paisans live in Connecticut. All Italians, man. <laughs> you know what to say about Italians and the brothers. How you doing? Like I told you before, Jerome goes, you ain't white, silly -o. You can't be. White guys don't run that fast. Like I told you before, though, now I can't, I can't jump over a dime. <laughs> What up, Chico? How you doing, bro? Plateau Fairmont Park? Okay. What up, player? 
Yell, can you imagine if you're a kid and Jerome Big Sills and Reggie White stop by? Dude, I was in the NFL. Reggie was there. Clyde Simmons was there. Who the frig else was there? Who was this? Was I I God, I want I got the center. I don't think Dave Remington. There was another kid who played offensive line that was there. Randall loved Jerome. Mulberry Street. That's in New York, bro. Nancy Pelosi's looking more like Michael Jackson lately. <laughs> Hank Farley. I don't think Golic was there. But I posted a picture of JB at the plateau. Yeah, man. That's where that picture was taken. He was ta- he loved kids. Still has his camp. Look at this. 25 years later. I love showing you guys the hat. I love showing you this is the latest hat. And every year in Brooksville, they have his um, his camp. And Reggie used to come down all the time when he was alive in Brooksville. I went a few times. I would donate some stuff. I'd get a couple sponsors for him. Oh, Lemon Hill. Man, Jerome took me to all these places. God, it was such a fun to- Man, he lo- hey, guys, he loved that city. He loved that city. All right. I named, look, we started the program off with me showing you that if you compare Jalen Hurts and his first year to some of these other quarterbacks that almost had the same skill set, Vic, Lamar, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts, guys are all in the same kind of room. Get this. He was in the same conversation also with these guys statistically in his first year. I mean, Josh Allen had a 49-4 quarterback rating. So let me ask you this. Here are the quarterbacks that I believe that are going to be true. And by the way, how many people really believe Aaron Rodgers is leaving Green Bay? Um, I don't. So take his ass off the list. He He's not leaving. Okay? He's not leaving. Here are the guys. I think Russell Wilson is leaving Seattle. Jimmy G will be dealt. Teddy Bridgewater. Cam Newton. Deshaun Watson. And depending who the coach is, okay, Derek Carr. If they sign Basachi as the Raider coach, I think it's 100% that Derek Carr stays in Las Vegas. If a new coach goes in there and he's not a big-name guy, I think there's a 50-50 shot he could be on the market. Because how many coaches and coordinators is this guy going to go through in six years? Five? More? Okay. I'm going to ask a fair question here on this. Get a pen. Because I'm going to hold us to it. Of the three first-rounders, how many first-rounders would you give up for Russell Wilson? One, two, or three? How many? And don't listen to anybody who said, well, he sucks now because he had a bad year because he was injured. It's his first year in 10 years. 
that he had a losing season, and he was injured. One, three, one, one. Two all day, Kyle says. No, Wilson. We want a shooting star. Keep hurts. That dude, none. East Candom, one. Chico, two. Two, that's it. Take it or leave it. 215 goes, uh, one. Will the beast, none. You wouldn't give up a first round. You wouldn't give up one. For Wilson, bottom of next year, bottom first, next year second. That's not going to be enough. Three and Hurts. Whoo! Whoa! I'm going to write down what I think. For Russell Wilson, I'll give two first-rounders and Jalen Hurts up. Is that fair for Russell Wilson? With the Seahawks, after what I just said in his first year. By the way, you got to remember something. Pete Carroll wants a guy who's more centric on running the ball because that's who Pete Carroll is. Pete Carroll is never going to have an offense where he wants his quarterback throwing the ball 50 times. That's why Wilson's out. Wilson wants to throw the ball like Steve Young and Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't want to get hit like that. He doesn't want to be in the run game. The Seahawks have walked backwards because why? No Marshawn Lynch. They've not been able to replace. And the kid, Rashad Penny, has been decent as of late. Wilson is like 33. Dude, that's so young in today's NFL. Hey, you're fired. I love it. Seattle was never able to protect Wilson. True, the most hit guy since he came into the league. Matt Corral, easy money. I'm going to get to those guys at the top of the hour. I say for Russell Wilson, I'd be willing to talk two ones in Hertz. <clears throat> Big Chris in a five-year deal. If you watch this, let me ask you guys this question: If you have Russell Wilson on this football team this year, this 2022 football team, how many games do the Philadelphia Eagles win? How many games do you think if Russell Wilson is the starting quarterback of the Eagles, and he's playing against the Bucks with that single coverage? <laughs> Shit, they may win the game. Joshua says 12. Big Chris says Eagles advance. Smile says 13. So wait a minute, Smile. Two ones and hurts. You wouldn't give that up for 13 wins? Jeff, 13. Wait a minute here. Wait a minute. You guys sound like silly. Oh, waffle in here. Hang on here. I'm not giving shit up. 14. Wait a minute, 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 wait, yeah, stop it, 12 and you guys don't want it, wait, typical Philly guy, I ain't giving shit up, but I'll take it, I don't, <laughs> hey, you want to give him up, I ain't giving you shit for him, but I'll take it, 215, you, right, it is crazy, 
Does Watson still have it? Okay, Xander. GT, easy 14. Reality check, people. <laughs> Big Chris says, first, one first in a nice package. Thank you very much. The wife is very happy. How you doing? Easy 14? Come on, man. You guys are nuts. <laughs> How many wins? 13, 12, 14. You'd be the you'd have the best quarterback in the division. He's 10 times the player Dak is. He's too, he's too good. <laughs> Gabagool. <laughs> hey, grab my Gabagool. Nine. Come on, Brian. Have the same wins as Hurts? Give me a break. Ooh, Vasselli. What about a first-round pick in Fletcher? That's a lot of money, though, dog. All right. I'm going to continue because I'm going to go down the list of these other guys here. That I think Howie, even though he said today, he's my guy. General managers lie like coaches. All right. Hit the like button. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub. And in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank.
Welcome back, National Football Show. I'd be remiss today if I did not wish one of my dear friends, Junior Seau, a happy birthday. It's funny, man. In my life, I have had quite a few of my friends move on to the promised land. You know, my, 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 <laughs> I don't know if I've ever expressed this to you guys, but it wasn't just Jerome Brown I lost as a dear friend. You guys know who my workout partner was my freshman year at Maryland? Who would you think Dan Cilio's workout partner would have been at the University of Maryland in 1983? Who would you guys think would have been the guy that I worked out with pretty much every day? Who would you think? That's right, Matt. Len Bias. Len Bias was one of my best friends. And I was at Miami when I got the news that he had passed away. Urban Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for bringing a little a, a little humor to the whole thing. Thank you very much, Eric, for lightening the room up. Christy Brinkley, I'm in. By the way, she's still a smoke show. Christy Brinkley's still a smoke show right now in her 60s. Unbelievable. Yeah, Lynn Bias, man. We worked out all the time. We had a great – I used to go to his basketball games. You want to hear something crazy? My freshman year in 1983, we won – See that thing on the wall up there in the middle of the two footballs? That's the 1983 ACC championship. Len used to come to all of ours, and he goes, I'm going to get me one of those. The only problem was he was playing in the era of Jordan. And, and um, we would go down to Chapel Hill. Him and Jordan would put freak shows on. You're, by the way, Ralph Sampson was in the game. Like um, James Worthy, all them guys were at Carolina, and Sampson and NC State was good. Len Bias was good, man. They had a guy, Adrian Branch, who was another friend of mine. God, ACC basketball was unbelievable. I'm sitting at Cole Fieldhouse, okay, and I'm watching this thing, and I'm go I'm like, this is incredible. Him and Jordan putting these show. My opinion, he would have been everything as Jordan was. Len Bias was some special ball player. And Jerome, of course, passing away. And yeah, man, I mean. And then Junior Seau was a dear friend of mine. Here, a quick story before we move on to these other quarterbacks here. We'll get to that here in a minute here. And by the way, please hit the like button. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Um. Really, I appreciate it. You guys are just spectacular. Thank you so much. But it was, you know, when when Junior Sale, by the way, we had Dave Wanstad on. When Dave was the head coach of the Dolphins, right? He introduced me to Junior Sale. And me and Junior became friends. Junior would play this ukulele. And he every time he saw you, hey, brother. Like he was Hulk Hogan. Hey, brother. Worst ukulele player you could ever imagine. He played this ukulele, though. What a fucking player. <laughs> Dude, Junior Seau, easily one of the top 10 linebackers ever to play the game. He was great. 
Okay. Just great. So I'm doing my show in Miami. I was doing sports radio at the time at QAM. I'm at Gulfstream. Daryl Talley calls me. Hey, we lost Seau. And I was like this. What? He goes, yeah, Junior shot himself. I was like, unbelievable, man. Just a good-hearted dude. So today, happy birthday, brother. You're good people, man. And your kids are doing well. We check on them, too. All right. Let's move on here. It's funny. I asked you guys, how many wins do you think this current 2021 Eagle team would have with Russell Wilson? 12, 13, 14. Best record in NFL. But I ain't giving shit up for him. Hey. Yeah. Okay. Hey, what do you mean? I said two ones and hurts to start the conversation in Seattle. Andrew, God bless him, man. He's really one of the best. All right. 15. Jeff. Okay. Put the hookah down. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff smoking the <coughs> hookah. Ugh. Hey, hey, Dank, that dude, Jalen Rager, couldn't make an arena football league team. Went in a three for Hertz. That ain't enough, bro. Okay. Jimmy Garoppolo, who's 35 and 15 and going to Green Bay this weekend, owns an NFC championship ring, and I think could beat the Packers this weekend. Would you want to make a deal? For Jimmy Garoppolo, yes or no, what would you give up for Garoppolo? You have Jalen Hurts. And again, we started the show off. Jalen had just as good a rookie year as Michael Vick, Josh Allen. Eric says, hell no. Hard pass on Jimmy G. East Candom, no. David says, how about this hurts Fletcher Cox in second and third for Russell Wilson? And Bobby Wagner? Woo. Matt says, I'm not in- you're not interested in a guy who's 35 and 15. How can that be? Actar, one, one first rounder? I think that's all the 49ers want. Okay, second, you're, you're not going to get Jimmy G for a second-round draft choice. Mint, he's 35 and 15 as a starter. What don't you like about him? His injuries, okay? His injuries. But am I right to say, how many wins do you think Jimmy Garoppolo, if he was a starting quarterback on the 2021 Eagle team, how many wins do you think Eagles would have with Garoppolo as your starting quarterback. Me? In that division? 11. Wilson? 12. Garoppolo? 11. Eric says 9 to 10. You don't think it'd be that much difference then from Jalen to him. Jeff, 10 to 11. Anthony, 11 to 12. Smile. Look at what you guys are saying. 
Now, here's something here. You guys are right here. You guys, look, there's no wrong answer here. You're looking at the draft choices as being more valuable than two additional wins and getting bounced like the Cowboys in the wild card, right? That's not, look, see what Matt just said, 10-11. That's fine, but if you get bounced in the first round, right, like the Cowboys did, what the fuck good is their 12 wins? They were just as good as the Eagles were this year. They got bounced in the wild card round, right? So you're looking at those draft assets more going, yeah, but man, we could we could plug a hole on defense. What a great player. Look at what Micah Parsons did for the Cowboys last year. You get a guy like that with one of these picks, hell, you may get a guy in the second or third round that may plug a hole and be a great ball player. Hey, 007. Debo Samuel. I can't believe he had 1405. I had to look it up after the show. NZ, Dan, you, have you been to New Zealand? No, but I would love to. I would love to go there. I hear it's a great country. Big Chris says Dak is the best quarterback in our division. And you can't be under that. I love that. Brian says, yeah, Jimmy kind of like sidestepping, honestly. Right, Brian, he's 35 and 15. Bobby says the 49ers have better weapons around him. Okay, well, I mean, you got draft choices. What the hell are we going to do with them here? I mean, aren't we assuming that we're going to fill this team up with more talent? Like I told you and like I said Merrill Reese yesterday, this is easily going to be the most important draft that you can ever have as an Eagle fan. They get this wrong, you're going to fuck the team up for 10 years. Think about that. So is it fair to say you guys would pass on Garoppolo? It's okay to say it. I wouldn't. Now, I have to give you what I would give up for Jimmy Garoppolo. Would I give a one-up for Jimmy G? Man. I got to give the answer. Big Chris says yes. Eric says yes. One of the first rounders for Garoppolo. 19, Jeff. So, Jeff, that's the last one, right? I think it's 15, 17, and 19, right? As of right now, 19th pick. 19th pick for Jimmy G. I'm in with that. 19th pick. Get this. I ain't giving you Jalen, though. I think the Niners would want, no. Well, maybe they would want Jalen to back up Trey Lance. Kind of the same skill set. And it'd be a transition where you could put Jalen in the 49 Can you imagine Jalen Hurts in the 49er offense, too? <laughs> that might be a good move for him. I, I think the Niners would want Jalen if the if the Eagles made a move for Jimmy Garoppolo, they'd want the the Eagles would give him the 19th pick. I think San Francisco just wants a pick. It wants a first rounder. 
That's why he wasn't moved this past offseason. But I do think John Lynch would want the 19th pick and Jalen Hurts. Okay? Actar says, please get Jimmy G here. One first-round pick. Jalen is a nice guy, but you know what they say about nice guys. Jeff says, having three is give one first round. Jimmy G is a winner, and he has an arm. Houston would be good for Jalen. Dude, I don't want to send Jalen Hurts to a shitty organization. I can't do it. I'd have a tough time if I was Howie Roseman sending him there. Sending Jalen Hurts to Houston is a slap in the face. They may have to do that. Well, that that means just going after Deshaun Watson then. Maybe a three-team trade? Oh, by the way, know this. Deshaun Watson is going to there, – there could be multiple teams involved in this. Okay? There could be multiple teams involved with a Watson deal. Okay? W2, yeah. Friends with Len Bias, big time. That leads me to this here. Okay, so the 19th pick, that's it. Russell, two ones and Hurts I'd give up. Teddy Bridgewater. I'm keeping Jalen. I'm going to pass. Look, I like Teddy Bridgewater. I think Teddy Bridgewater is a fine human. We say all the intangibles about him like we do with uh, Jalen. I think Teddy's a fine ball player, but I'm okay with Jalen. And no disrespect to Teddy, who I happen to know. He's a South Florida kid. I get you guys. I'm passing on that too. James Dean says Deshaun Watson is priority number one for the Eagles. We can get to the NFC Championship game with him. Shit, man, you get to the Super Bowl with that guy. I'm going to get to him in a minute. How about Cam Newton? He's going to be a free agent. Would you bring him in? Have him back up? I'm going to pass on Cam. I think Cam's toast. Could he be a good backup? Would Cam Newton want to be in that role as a backup quarterback in Philadelphia? Could you have a guy with that kind of star power behind Jalen? I don't want the noise. You know, hey, Kingston. Yeah, I, I mean, Cam. I, I'm a big Cam Newton fan, but I don't want that on my roster. You know what I mean? I don't need the shit that we had a couple years ago. With the quarterback stuff in the room, and what if Jalen starts struggling? Put Cam in. Give him. I, I don't want. I don't need any of that. Right. Here we go to Deshaun. What would you give up for Deshaun Watson? By the way, let me ask the question here. Big Chris, I like the big hats, and I like the dress. He's the only guy I've ever seen in a hair bun that looks cool. He's the only dude I've ever seen look like a chick. Or, no, dress like a chick and look great. The only dude. He's the only guy that can pull it off, Cam Newton. Dude, he, he, his style is awesome. I, I love Cam Newton, man. He's a great football player. I'm glad I voted for him for the Heisman. Man, I, I love that dude, man. He was just such a, such a great polarizing figure in the NFL. 
All right, here we go. How many wins do you think the Philadelphia Eagles would have with Deshaun Watson as a starting quarterback with this 2021 Eagle football team? Me? Twelve to thirteen. You may have fought for the bye. You may have hosted the NFC Championship and the NFC playoffs in Philadelphia. It would have had to go through Philly. And I think you could make it to Los Angeles with him. Kingston says six to eight. So you happen to think Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback, Kingston, than Deshaun Watson? Jeff says 14, Dank 14, Midwest Eagle 13, Big Chris 40, 14, with 40 massages. You win 14 games, I'll buy the 40 massages. Hey, that's what we ought to do to get Deshaun here. I got it, guys. Here's a new promotion. Xander, get Big Joe on this. If Deshaun Watson wants to come to Philly, we will give him year-long massages. Okay? We'll pick up the bill. If that gets you here, we'll pick the bill up for you to get year-long massages anywhere you want. I don't care where it is. You can pick the greatest place on the planet, or you can ask Bob Kraft where to get them. I don't care where you go, where you get them. You can do it. If you bring me 14 wins, I'll pay for the massages. No, the hey, wait, let's start a GoFundMe page. Okay, GoFundMe. Deshaun Watson to Philadelphia. Let's start it. These are for massages. Huh? Big see, Big Sills could think on the fly here, right? <laughs> yeah. And by the way, Gardner Minshew can um, he can monitor the page. Shot <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm away from that one, man. You know, Big Sills, man. I'm right there on the edge as it is, so we got to leave everything alone there. <laughs> uh, David says, bro, I swear I only subscribe to this channel because of you. <laughs> hey, hey, David, thank you, dude. <laughs> Shalom everywhere. Will, thank you. Hey. <laughs> Give me Watson. Nunez Sills, imagine the pieces, how he could put around Jalen. Dude, don't talk to me about Jalen when we're talking about Deshaun Watson being your quarterback. That's not that's not in the same conversation. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hey, somebody tell me if Matt is swearing at me. Sills, you are pixelated. Is he calling me an asshole? <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. Hey, Matt, I'm, I'm I'm not as educated as you are. I went to Miami. Oh, he says my my internet blows. Oh God, not again. Commie California, really? Jesus Christ. Excuse me. Sorry, God. Sorry for taking the name in vain. I apologize. Shit. Oh God. Let me know, Xander. If we we how about this? Let's take a break. Let's take a break here, and we'll come back out of. We're going to take a break anyway, Xander. We're going to take a break here, and I want to do this. I want to finish up this list because there's one more name on this list, okay? 
Hit the like button. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. We left off on Deshaun Watson here. By the way, please hit the like button. Almost to 100, guys. Let's get to 100 by the end of the program. Counting on you. Um, How many wins do you get with Deshaun Watson on this Philadelphia Eagle? You guys said it already, right? Between 12 and 14 wins. Between 12 and 14 wins, you get it. Now, the big question, what would you give up for him? What would you give up for Deshaun Watson to become a Philadelphia Eagle? Jeff says 14. Eric says whatever it takes. David says zero. He can't play. Bro, that guy's not going to not play this year. Houston Texans in the NFL paid that guy 
$30 million this year to sit on his ass and chew ice. That ain't going to happen again. Vaselli says two first-rounders, Jalen Hurts in a second. Mm, I think you're close, Vaselli. I think you're close. How about I did this? Let's be creative. Okay? (laughs) That dude, pretty Philly chick. Many of them. How about I did this? I'll give you two first-rounders. Jalen Hurts. Fletcher Cox. You pick up his contract, and you send me back a three. Would you do it? Right again now. I'm going to say it again to you. Let's be creative. You're creating cap space, and you're getting a premium pick out of it with Fletcher. Follow me here. Two ones. This is for Deshaun. Two ones. Jalen. I go to the Texans and say, the highest paid guy on my team is Fletcher Cox. You pick Fletcher up. I'll send you Fletcher. You take the salary and send me back a three. Get a draft choice out of the deal. You help your cap, and you get rid of an aging player right before his tank's empty. That's how you got to think here. Let me get a pick back. And by the way, I don't care if the pick's in 2023. As long as I get a pick back. You think Howie's smart enough to do that? <laughs> Fletcher Cox is not going to be on unless Fletcher takes a, a contract reduction. Vaselli, right? You, you're you're going to want to move him. This, here, watch this. Zeke, you, how many people think Ezekiel Elliott is going to be on the Dallas Cowboys in 2022. There's no way they're going to pay him. How about this? Do you truly think the Cowboys are going to pay Ezekiel Elliott $18 million and then play Amari Cooper 20? Both though, Where was Amari Cooper in the playoff game against the 49ers? Did anybody see him? Did, any, did, did anybody see Amari Cooper? I don't even remember him playing. Where, where the hell was he? $20 million, that's not a $20 million a year receiver. And they got a running back that's not an $18 million a year guy, too. Unless those guys take massive reductions in pay, they will not be on that ball team. They're going to try to move those guys for draft choices, too. Chris, the only reason that Amari Cooper is on the Dallas Cowboys is the same reason that Jalen Rager is on the Eagles. Why is that? Because Jerry made a move to get a first-rounder or gave up a first-rounder for Amari Cooper. Same thing that Howie did for Rager. Gave up a first-rounder for him. Those guys are going to get autonomy. Okay? Here, know this, too. And by the way, for the record, I posted this on my Twitter page. 
Hey, and if you guys aren't following me on Twitter, please do. Um, the Dallas Cowboys need to fire their general manager if they ever want to get anywhere. It's not Mike McCarthy. It's not the quarterback. The only common denominator since 1998 has been Jerry Jones. The best thing in the world for the Dallas Cowboys will be when Jerry Jones is no longer running the football team. Jerry Jones is the worst general manager in NFL history. Since 98, I've been repeating this number to you. They're 3-10 since Jimmy Johnson left. Matt, you're right. He's not going to fire himself. And so if I'm an Eagle guy, I'm thankful every year Jerry Jones runs the Cowboys. That's right. Chalk it up, Sports Philly. He ain't firing himself. There's no way he's firing himself. As long – here, can I be more brutal? As long as Jerry Jones is alive owning that team, they'll never win. They'll never win. Wait. They'll never bring home another Lombardi trophy. He can't help himself. He makes the hires. He makes the fires. He does the drafting. He does all those things. Then why do you have a then why do you have a personnel department to play KTU? It's crazy. Matt Hatter goes, I love Jerry. Yeah, Eagle fans should. They'll never ever win a championship with Jerry Jones ever again as the owner. Jerry will go like this too. By the way, you know, there's a, there's a notion out there. There's a notion, guys, okay? There's a notion out there that Jerry Jones was part of the Charles Haley deal. Guys, I know I've told some of you the story, but it's not true. Skip Bayless keeps telling you that Jerry Jones made that trade. It was Bob Ackles. And it was Jimmy Johnson who did it. I told you guys what happened. I'll kind of hit on it a little bit. After they won those Super Bowls and all of a sudden they made the move to get rid of um, Bill Walsh and they put George Seifert in there, Haley hated Seifert. So what did he do in a team meeting? He left the team meeting, jumped on George Seifert's hood of his car, and urinated on it. George Seifert ran up to Carmen Policy and said, get this fucking guy out of here. The Dallas Cowboys were 1-15. They thought they were sending him to purgatory. So, Eddie DeBartolo told me numerous times on my radio show, numerous times, biggest mistake I ever made was letting Montana go and Haley go. So they sent him to Dallas. They called Bob Ackles. Jimmy was there. Jimmy goes, yeah, let's do it. He brought Haley in said, hey. We lo-. And he was the difference in the Dallas Cowboys. But that guy goes around telling everybody that Jerry had some – Jerry signed the checks. That's it. He had no say in the Herschel Walker deal. Jimmy decided that – you've heard Dave wants that on this channel make that comment that they did it on one of their noon runs. Jimmy's running. He goes, I think I'm going to trade Herschel Walker. Everybody in the run went, what? Herschel was coming off a 1,500-yard year and 750 yards in catching, receiving. And Jimmy goes, I'm going to deal him. What the hell's the sense of having him? We can't utilize him or get him the ball. And so Jimmy traded that guy and got all that equity. Okay? 
Hey, Matt Hatter, that is a great take. Best move the Eagles ever had was when Jerry got rid of Jimmy Johnson. Amen to that. Amen to that. Matt says Jerry said that he wasn't focused on the team. And all when Jimmy was there, he wanted to pay back the debt that he owed. That Matt, that's actually true. Matt, that's a fair statement. Jerry Jones had put every single nickel he owned of the team up. And he had to get himself out of debt. Absolutely true. But get this. If he's such a smart football guy, why hasn't he been able to duplicate it since Jimmy left? He's not been able to duplicate it. I mean, look at Ozzie Newsom. Ozzie Newsom did it a couple times. Don Shula did it a few times. Look at some of these really great coaches that have been able to put dynasties together with different people, different coaches. Look at the Steelers, okay? The Steeler dynasty. It is a dynasty still. I don't care what anybody says. Salary cap played an issue. Absolutely, old Cole. There wasn't one then. And it was easier to keep your players around? No question. I'd like to have seen how Jimmy dealt with salary cap. Correct. Because that was the reason, old Cole, that he couldn't retool the, the Miami Dolphins. It's because he had guys like Eric Green, that tight end, that were overpaid, and they had a bunch of guys on that team that the previous uh, coach, Don Shula, sadly to say, had really just chalked up a lot of salaries. And Don Shula left that football team in poor shape salary cap-wise. They were just learning how to deal with the salary cap, and Jimmy was never really able to do his magic. He wanted to trade Marino away, for the record. Okay? All right. So, it, it would take some equity. All right. Let's go over to this one now. I, I, I think my boy Xander was trying to pimp to me. What was the guy? Matt Corral. I got him here. Okay? I talked to a couple guys at Bledsoe. That's a scouting service the NFL has. Okay? That all teams subscribe to. Except the Raiders. Okay? Except the Raiders. <laughs> okay, maybe it was the kid Pickett. <laughs> Xander just called me a shit bum. Okay, perfect. So Philly great. I love it. It's got to be the guy Pickett. All right, here. Matt Corral, six feet, 220. Ole Miss, he's got a cannon arm. <laughs> I look at this guy, third-round talent. He'll go in the top 15. You watch. He's a third-round dude. Man, he could throw the ball a country mile. Yeah, so could Jeff George. Okay? So could Jeff George. Jeff George had one of the greatest arms I've ever seen on a quarterback. But when it came to actually quarterback in the position, he stunk at it. He absolutely stunk at it. Matt Corral, Ole Miss. Six feet. Really? So if they're saying he's six feet now, he's probably 5'11". Yeah, Jay Cutler. At least Jay Cutler won some ball games. Kenny Pickett, here he is. P. 
its own Kenny Pickett. 6'3", 220, NFL size. Had a damn, watch this. I look at him and say this. What kind of wide receiving court didn't he have? Didn't he have the Blitnikoff winner on that team? Do you remember the year that RG3 uh, won the Heisman Trophy? Do you guys remember who the wide receiver was on that team? Do you guys remember? It was Josh Gordon. Do you remember the year that Johnny Manziel won the Heisman Trophy? Do you guys know who the wide receiver was on that team at Texas A&M? It was Mike Evans. Mike Evans is catching touchdowns still with Tom Brady now. My point is, take a look at some of the people around you and project what that guy's going to do in the NFL. They got some pretty good receivers on that pit squad. I look at Pickett, and I, I, I think Pickett's a third-round guy too, second-round, third-round guy. He'll go in the top 15 because the position – and teams panic. They panic at that position. Fuck, man, we don't have the guy. Holy shit. This guy. And you know what you start doing? You start doing this. You know what? She's not the best looking, but she's pretty good looking. I mean, think about it. She's really, and you're like, bro, she's like the fifth best looking chick in the building. Yeah, no, man. She's really great looking. Uh, okay. Before you know it, you start trying to convince yourself of it. And that's what NFL teams do. They start doing this. Yeah, that kid Addison, man. I believe he won the Bolitnikoff Award. Yeah, hey. Hey, Chris. Man, she's awful cute. I don't really like cute. You see, Big Seal's married. I married the prom queen. Okay? Big Seal's don't date, you know, one of the, one of the flower chicks. You know, at the prom, at the prom, or like at the big float. You know, I, I I want the prom queen. So I married a smoke show. My wife, Kim. She is okay. A lot of headaches, though. Holy cow! Remember something: if you guys want to be happy in life, marry a fat chick. You, you'll always get fed, and you'll always be kind of happy. If you marry a smoke show chick, always know this: holy hell to pay. I'll leave it there. As you guys know, she must not be home. Just remember that, man. Hey, you always want to be fed? You marry a fat chick. <laughs> okay, and you'll always be loved. Okay? You marry a smoke show, you'll get a ton of shit. <laughs> oh, man. What'd you say? Here, here, here's how we do dinner. My aunt always does this. So what are you getting tonight for dinner? Pretzels and... um. Water? <laughs> Are you eating them in your room? <laughs> no, no, no. It's a good day today, you know. I'll say, soup. I'm not having soup. She goes, I don't give a shit if you eat it or not. <laughs> I'm like in the military, man. Whatever served at the mess hall, I'm in. <laughs> no, Matt, she ain't listening right now, you know. She was a producer for my show for 25 years. Honestly. She produced the thing. I go, have you listened to the show? She's like, I know what you do. And I know, and I, and, and, hey, and by the way, the other night it was really great. She goes, I'm really glad that you found your home in Philadelphia. I'm really glad. I'm sure those assholes love you too. 
I go, well, you are too. She goes, that's right. Okay. She's so like that. Oh my God. She's got a lot of Xander attitude. Okay. Will you shut up, you bum? <laughs> I, it just makes me. <laughs> uh, oh. oh, no. She's taking over my, for my grandfather. My grandfather didn't like horn blowing. Like yesterday, I was pulling on Xander's chain. I go like this. Another just spectacular show. He's like, Jesus, criminy guy. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Eric says Xander does act like a ch- <laughs> Oh, man. Watch out, Eric. You may get blocked for that one. <laughs> hey, Heath, I've been married for 33 years, just so you know. Oh, yeah. Hey, listen. I've been married for 33 years, brother. I've never met a person I hated more and loved more all in the same, like, person. I've never seen anything like it. I've never in my life hated anybody more and loved anybody more in my life. It's crazy. (laughs) Xander's your work wife. Oh, Cole, you guys are really digging it now. And you're digging some trouble here. All right. So Kenny Pickett. Oh, okay. Those two guys will probably go in round one. I wouldn't doubt if this kid Malik Willis from Liberty. Liberty? By the way, what state is that in, Liberty? I'm assuming it's in one of the Carolinas. Is it? I, I, I don't know. What up, Carlos? 61215. Where's Liberty? I have no idea. Where, I have no idea where Liberty is. South Carolina. Okay, there you go. Virginia, sure. <laughs> hey, they, last two years they've had a better program than the University of Miami, so I shouldn't be shitting on them. Oh. Dank. Shut up, Dank. Virginia, okay. You've been married longer than I've been alive. What a jackass. <laughs> Mexico. <laughs> yeah, they're in Cancun. <laughs> Liberty's in Can. Hey, sign me up. If Liberty's in Cancun, I'm in. <laughs> Kingston goes, wait, it's in Virginia. Oh, okay. Liberty, Texas. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I'm 30. Shut up, dang. Liberty. No. Not no, no, not that's not working for me. How about this? I'm not feeling it, man. I really like this kid from Liberty. You know, he's a little, you know, on the short side, he's six one, probably six feet and a half. You know, he's 215 pounds. He's got a gun. You know, he's got great upside. He's really athletic. <laughs> and the same bullshit you hear by every phony ass draft analyst. Oh, now hey, here, let me give you the cliches. Get ready. You ready? He's got great upside. He's really a great athlete. Let me get another one here. He didn't get the best coaching. He's got a great story. He's got a big arm. You start hearing, okay, uh, Lynchburg, Virginia. All right. I'm pretty soon I'm going to meet I'm going to need a map. Where's Where's the University of Liberty? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He transferred last year from North Dakota State. North Dakota. 
He's a winner. There you go. He's a winner. Way to go, Akhtar. Guy's a winner. Great upside. He's an athlete. He's got a big arm. You'll hear all these asshole draft analysts going and saying all that. Then they'll give you a letter grade on a Monday when these guys don't even own an NFL helmet or a Jock, Jack, Jack, Jock strap yet. Give me a break, man. Someone always asks me, Sills, what's the letter grade you give on the Eagle draft in this past draft? I don't know. I'll let you know in three years. Did they address needs? That's the thing you got to look at. Did they address needs? He has the intangibles. Yeah, Chris, that's another good one. Okay. Upside athletic, intangibles, total package. Yes. Yes. Here's another guy, Sam Howell. You talk about a guy who was like supposedly going to be a top pick. And this guy here had flamed out. Listen, I got to take a timeout. I want to hit on all these guys here. Hit the like button. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank.
Welcome back. National Football Show. Your boy Big Stokes. Hey, we're just a couple likes away from 100. Please hit the like button. Hey, is it me? Does Howie Roseman look like Drew Brees? I'm, I'm watching him do the um, interview today or the press conference today with the Philly media, national media guys. I'm going like, man, that guy's kind of, he kind of looks like, um, he kind of looks like Drew Brees a little, right? I just wish he was as talented as picking guys. Uh, he had a good year this year. Uh, oh, I like some of the takes over there, right? Hey, he's a gamer. <laughs> right? He's a gamer. Jeremiah, get your eyes checked, Sills. <laughs> Not to me. Dang. You guys look at Howie Roseman, and you just guys go, now nah, the guy's an ass. Put down the edible, Sills. I had a whole jar of those about 10 days ago. I loved them. I could see it, Drew Brees. James, I hear you. I outkicked my coverage with my old lady too, dude. I did. Okay. But then again, I swear I have to carry a picture of what I looked like when I was in my 30s in my wallet. So people will go, she did marry a really good looking guy at one time. <laughs> Yeah, I ate that guy. Thank you. Good morning. Good night. Whatever. Sam Howe. Okay, wait. Desmond Ryder. Cincinnati. 6'4. 215. Watch this. I'll do the I'll do I'll do an ESPN deal. Desmond Ryder, Cincinnati. Big game. Big game against Notre Dame. Showed you what a winner is. True gamer. Got pro style body types. 6'4", 215, tremendous arm. They'll say he played in a conference that wasn't quite the competition of, say, the Southeastern Conference or the Big Ten, but he's got all the intangibles, can read a defense, was well coached by Luke Finkel and those guys. He is a guy that could be your sleeper. <laughs> he's your sleeper pick. There's your guy right there. I think how he takes him in the third. Watch. Remember I said it. Desmond Ryder will be taken by the Eagles either in round three or four. Makes all the throws. Thank you. Sam Howe is Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Baker Mayfield. Guys, now I, I saw a comment. He was breaking his silence. By the way, would you guys make a Dak Prescott? apologizing for the Cowboy fans throwing shit at the refs. And he basically, and I'm paraphrasing here, he, he basically was like, good. He was kind of like blaming the referees for the Cowboys' loss to the 49ers. And he apologized with this, this soliloquy that he put out there on his Twitter page. You know what? It, it, you know, can I tell you what I read with that? To me, it was the phoniest thing I've ever seen in my life. He didn't have to apologize. He should have just left it alone. How about when the rest fuck up? They don't apologize. Rest fuck up all the time. And they screwed up in that game. Why do you apologize? See, to me, it shows you 
how robotic and how phony Dak is. You know what he should have just said? Hey, man. Okay, I screwed up. I shouldn't have said that. All good. But he tried to play both sides because they knew that they had the white, they had the red lasers on him right after that game, right? Those red lasers were on him. They were a big target. Dak sucked again. Dak couldn't get it done. Dak's one and three. He's got the same postseason record as Tony Romo now. Just instead, he jumped with the fans in the stands. Yeah, man. Fuck the refs. Yeah, the refs. Then all of a sudden, when he had a chance to come back and go, hey, you know, then he played political Dak Prescott. Dude, you showed, again, you could have made this thing a human part where you went, hey, you know, I got caught up with the emotion of the game like anybody else. You could have showed you were a little human there instead of this robotic guy that you're trying to be as a Dallas Cowboy quarterback. Just go like this. Hey, man, you know. End of the day, hey, Jeff, if Philly fans did that, you guys, trust me, they'd be still hanging you out to dry in the national media. But, man, Dan, remember when Eagle fans threw snowballs at San? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, Samuel, because you know why? They're looking at Dak Prescott now, looking at him as, like, a phony ass. Yeah, Vaselli, Dak the politician? I'm only human with 70 million bucks. I think you're five shy, but it's good. I'm all right with that. I got you. Yeah, 45 a year. Don't forget the other 30 they gave him in the sign. I was like, dude, why? You don't apologize for that. You didn't, you didn't start that thing. The fans did it. You had nothing to apologize for. But, but what you did was you tried to play both sides of the aisle. Oh, yeah, he didn't want the fans shitting on him because he shit the bed. He didn't want any part of that. But then after Common Sense came in, hey, you know, maybe you want to walk it back. He did. And I'm like, man, it shows sometimes that you're a little bit, you're a little bit human, right? I thought it was a really phony moment for him. And I lost a little respect, not because he jumped in the stands, but then he jumped out of the stands. Oh, yeah, this is really wrong. And you're like, man, what side are you on? Okay, what, who are you, man? Hey, we're all human. We all screw up. We make mistakes in life. Own up to them. Don't try to negotiate them. Don't try to be a politician on them. You know, people, I mean, I've made mistakes throughout my career. I've owned them all. I did that. I don't blame producers, okay? I, I, I don't blame general managers or program directors. I blame me. Stops with me. My name's on the marquee. I'm the dude. Yeah, but that producer, he should have Fuck that. Okay? I screwed up. I'm the one that didn't get it done. I, I have more respect for people like that than I do with people. Hey, you know what's funny, though? It's seemingly that those dudes get ahead in life that play the pol political, you know, game. But you know what's funny? The fans see right through that stuff. And that's why I kind of saw through Carson Wentz.
And that's why you like Jalen. Because Jalen's human. I own it. That's right, Chris. It's all Xander's fault. <laughs> and let's blame Xander. From now on, it's Xander's fault. <laughs> and Xander, where's the music? Hey, man, all good. Hey, man, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. You guys have been spectacular. Please hit the like button. If you missed Anthony Beck, he talked a little bit about Jalen, too. Tomorrow, because there's a lot of conversation about Russell Wilson um, potentially leaving Seattle, we are going to have Hall of Fame quarterback Warren Moon on tomorrow. He's part of the broadcast team for the Seahawks. I'll ask him if it's a reality that he's going to leave Seattle in this offseason. And could it be Philadelphia? Guys, I appreciate it. Till tomorrow, 4 to 6. Catch you on the flip side. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.